0: Hey everybody, welcome to the second episode of my podcast, Social Confidence from Teens to Teens. Now, yesterday I launched my first episode of my podcast, which, by the way, if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend pausing this and going back and listening to the first episode. Um, What I'm gonna share today is gonna make so much more sense if you've listened to the first one and got that one under your belt. All right, so today, uh, so yesterday I talked about social confidence. Now, today I kinda wanted to talk about the the second part of social confidence, which is self-confidence. Now, a lot of the times people kind of confuse the two. Self-confidence is a term that's kind of thrown around a lot and social confidence kind of gets grouped in with that. Now, I'd like to define this real quick. Social confidence, by my definition, is being confident and being able to handle yourself and your thoughts and emotions and actions in social situations. Social being with one or more people other than yourself. Now, confidence is being able to control your own thoughts emotions actions by yourself when no one else is watching when no one else is around self-confidence is when you are by yourself and you have a negative thought and instead of letting it continue and ruining your day you stop it and go no that's not true that's negative thought and then you continue and you're and you don't beat yourself up for having this one negative thought, right? So social confidence is controlling yourself and your thoughts and actions with other people and self-confidence is controlling yourself, your thoughts, your actions, your feelings by yourself and loving yourself in that way that you're not beating yourself up and you're not, you're not um, creating negative emotions uh, uh, and you're bringing, bringing those negative emotions into your day. So today I want to talk about self-confidence, right? So, what's the big deal with self-confidence, right? A lot of a lot of the time, self-confidence I feel gets kind of thrown around a lot, and it it's kind of lost its its real meaning. It's kind of a, a fluffy term almost, in, in my in my opinion, and I respectfully disagree with that. I think that self-confidence is one of Well, one of two most of the most important things a person could have and understand right next to social confidence. I think that um, having the ability and the strength, the mental and emotional strength to be able to recognize your negative thoughts and to um, refute them and go against them is one of the most valuable skills a person can and will ever learn. And yeah. I think that is so, so important to be able to do that. I also think it is so important to have friends in, um, or have friends and have social skills, right? But if you can't mentally, you can't control your own thoughts and you can't control your own feelings and actions and what you say and what you do and the way you act, if you can't control that in your self-confidence, if you're not self-confident enough to be able to control that, you're not going to be able to effectively be yourself, be the real you around other people, uh, around in social, in social, uh, situations. Now, I know a lot of you guys are probably thinking, well, I know a lot of people that aren't super self-confident, but they're totally fine being uh, social, socially confident, right? You know, there's, it seems that we often see people that are, um, that are super insecure about themselves, but they're all so popular and everyone loves to be around them and they're so social butterfly right now yeah sure you can have you can be popular when um be popular and seemingly self-confident without having any or seemingly socially confident sorry without having any self-confidence but ultimately you need them both you need them both to act to actually be effective in that way nine times out of ten the people that or people that only have social confidence and no self-confidence, that, that social confidence will ultimately backfire and they won't be able to operate to the or operate in social situations to the point where they can actually make friends and they can communicate with people because of all the negative emotions that they feel and they're not self-confident enough where they can't even they can't even control their own thoughts and they can't even control themselves to where they can be around other people and have a good time with other people. Now, a lot of you guys are probably thinking, why, what's the deal with that? Why is that, right? Now, my uh, my theory on that, I guess, is that we need to have social, or we need to have self-confidence, right, to be able to be our best our best selves, right? I don't think, no one can ever argue, and I think that, it, with, with, argue with that effect, and I think that is, Just plain, that is fact, that is truth. You cannot be your best self, your real self, that you've always wanted to be without being self-confident, right? Self-confidence is the basis of of being able to be your true self. Now, I think that's where a lot of the people that are uh, seemingly socially confident get it, or um, where they seem socially confident but they're not self-confident is because they're not their real selves. And I think a lot of that kind of clicked for a lot of you guys, right? Where the people that are seemingly super self, uh, socially confident and are all the popular kids at school, but you know that they're not self-confident, it's because they're a different person when they're with everybody than when they're by themselves. Being our, our, being our best self is kind of the ultimate goal, right? If you ask anyone what they want to be when they grow up or you know what they what they love about themselves or anything along the lines of them and their future and you just keep asking why and keep digging down and down and down it ultimately gets down to where because it ultimately gets to where they say because I want to be my best self or I want to be the best me I can be I want to be me the best way possible right and I think I don't think anyone can disagree with that, where we all want to be we want to be our best selves, right? Who wants to be No one wants to be a fake version of themselves. I don't want to be some other Sam Jensen. I want to be the Sam Jensen. I want to be me. I want to be the best person I can be. right? Now, with that, I think that when you are your best self and you are self-confident and you are socially confident people will know people will know the difference between someone that is self-confident and socially confident than someone that is just socially confident on the surface. They're going to appear the same way, right? They might act the same, but there's a subconscious, subconscious thing in our brains where we, we decipher every little thing about we notice about someone, right? And if someone would just look at this from a logical point of view, right? If someone's always the same person, they never change, right? They're always their best self. They're always the exact same person. When they're by themselves, when they're with their family, when they're with their friends, when they're with brand new people, they're, if they never never change, right? And not changing is a good thing, right? They're always, they're always their best self. Then they're not going to, there's not gonna be any slip ups where they really, they change their character all of a sudden, right? They're always gonna be their best self. They're always gonna be happy. They're always gonna be confident, right? they're always gonna be um yeah socially confident and being able to handle situations, right? They're they're not gonna they're you're not gonna come up come across them during a conversation where all of a sudden they don't know what to do or or not necessarily don't know what to do but where they change the way they act all of a sudden because someone else entered the room or some topic was brought up, right? If you're always the same person, you're always your best self, you're gonna stay the same. Now if someone is one person, when they're with everybody, they're, miss, you know, um, someone that, you know, social butterfly or, you know, Mr. Popular Kid or whatever. Um, when they're socially confident and they're one person with their group of friends and they're a totally another person when they're by themselves, right? No one can keep up two faces forever. No one can keep up two, um, two personas at the same time you always have to be the same person. So when there's a person um, when you're you know say you're in a group group of friends, right? And you're hanging out and there's one kid that's totally self and socially confident and he's always the exact same. He's always the best person he can be. You're going to be able to feel that. You're going to be able to feel where he's actually genuine. You're going to be able to tell when he's when he's actually himself, right? And then, you know, there's another kid that that's also in the circle and they're they're not self-confident. They're they kind of have, you know, their their persona for their friend group and they have their school um persona and then they're um they're the persona they are when they're by themselves and then the person they are when they're with their parents and then the rest of their family and they do all these different little personas because they don't they don't have that foundation of self-confidence. They're going to have all these different faces. So when you're you're talking with them, right? Yeah, if you if you're stay in the one, kind of in that one um, channel of where they've perfected that persona, as long as you stay in that kind of area that they're familiar with, they're not gonna change. But as soon as you go outside of that, that zone, I guess, and maybe, you're, it's, maybe it's changing topics to something they've never talked about, or maybe a year, um, another person enters the group or someone leaves the group, or you're in physically in a different place and then they switch, you're gonna be able to see that, even if it's even if it's a little switch, subconsciously, you're gonna register that, and subconsciously you're gonna start thinking like oh what what just happened? This person is now a different person than I was talking to you know five ten twenty minutes ago, right You know what changed and then subconsciously when when there's something that is unstable, we tend to distrust it and dislike it, right and that that's just that's just a subconscious thing right, right. We could totally override it if we wanted to, but subconsciously, if we see something that is unstable, we're not going to trust it and we're not going to necessarily like it. So when you're seeing someone that's different, a different person, and you're seeing that they're, you know, quote unquote, unstable, you're not going to trust them. You're not going to like them. And if you don't trust them and don't necessarily like them and not that you, you don't like them, but you don't, um, or you don't dis, you don't dislike them. You don't like them. You're kind of, Kind of, you know, the needle's kind of pointing a little towards, a little more towards dislike, right? And you're not ne- necessarily sure you trust them. If you're kind of, you know, starting to question, you're not going to feel the same way around that person. You're not going to be as happy. You're not going to be as comfortable. You're going to start, you know, if you if you have feel any distrust or any discomfort, you're going to start closing. People start to close off when they feel that, right? So when you see when When someone sees another person that is changing and unstable they're going to start closing off they're going to start um you know they're going to start feeling a little more uncomfortable they're going to start being a little more reserved because they don't feel safe because they can't they don't feel that they can trust this person now all of this is happening subconsciously but you can start if you once you've um then once you've noticed it and once you've learned about this and i'm sure it's now going to start happening to you guys in the future if you start paying attention to it, you're gonna to start to see it. It happens a lot in school, a lot in public school, where you can you'll see someone in one class and they're like one person and then in a different class or at recess or at lunch or whatever it is, you're seeing them again and they're a totally different person. And some people like the you know, the class version of let's say Billy, they love the class version of him. But since they've never seen him outside of class, they only know the class, you know, the classroom Billy. Now all of a sudden they go out and they see him at the supermarket, and he's supermarket Billy, not classroom Billy. People aren't going. You're not. Gonna, people don't like that. People are going to see. Whoa, this is this is weird. He's now he's not confident and outgoing. Now he's kind of shy and kind of a little bit awkward. Like, what's the deal with that? And then people who don't feel the same way. They're not going to feel as um, they're not going to trust that person as much. And then they're going to feel a little more reserved. And then, yeah, now you guys start notice that. You can start paying attention to that. And I'd I love to hear feedback if you guys start noticing that. Um, yeah, it's it's all it's all a subconscious thing. Again, it's not no one's deciding to to start distrusting someone or start disliking someone. But when we have two different faces, or two or more different faces, different facades that we're showing the world that eventually we're gonna have, there's gonna be a slip up. And of course, there's dozens of books and shows where that's pretty much what happens, right? Like for example, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, that book. I read that book when I was, uh, let's see, I was like 11 years old when I first read that book and I've read it probably five or six times since. I really love that book. But it's about a man, Dr. Jekyll, and his um quote unquote alter ego Mr. Hyde who is the complete opposite of Dr. Jekyll. So he's trying to keep up both people without people knowing. He's trying to keep up both both lives, both personas without anyone knowing. And obviously in the end I'm sure everyone figured out it doesn't it doesn't end up so well. So we have all this pop culture telling us it doesn't work that way, you can't have two different people, you can't be two different people. Yet we still try it, we still try to be, we still try to have the the friend person and we are the friend persona and the family persona. And maybe you even have like a parent's persona and then you have an extended family persona and then you're by yourself persona and then, you know, on and on and on. A lot of people have, a lot of people could, you know, you can even, um, you know, I'm sure you can ask someone. I'm, I will guarantee you that if you ask someone who they are, or that if they are the same person at school as they are when they're by themselves with their siblings, I guarantee you most people are gonna say that no, they're not the same person. And a lot of people, I've talked about this, this is super interesting. People have different vocabularies when they're in different areas. And often that can mean with swear words um, and profanity is probably the most major thing but there are certain um certain things and certain topics that you never ever talk about in certain in certain areas that you always talk about in others and so you can i've seen i've talked about this a really close friend of mine used to have she used to be very very into that um that world where she had several different faces she had her friends the face with her friends and then Her family and then her school and then her church where she had and she said she could switch she could consciously she learned when she learned about this this concept she recognized that in herself and she could consciously switch that you know when when she decided and she um, decided to kind of obliterate those other personas she realized that she could switch when she wanted to and she showed me it was weird she would be this one person she'd be her friend's person, who I, which is the person I knew very well before she, you know, before she kind of uh, had the realization, and then she'd kind of switch. She It wasn't a super big switch, but it was just like she was a little bit more, you know, a little more reserved. She used different words. She was kind of use bigger, more fancier words, and it was a little more eloquent, but she was a little quieter, and she didn't make as much eye contact, and her body language was kind of closed off. And it was just a, like an instantaneous switch where I was like, in my brain, I was like, oh, well, something just happened. I couldn't really pinpoint it until later she told me. I was like, yeah, this is, this is how I am like this. I start using these types of words and my body language starts doing these kind of things when I switch personas. And it totally blew me away being able to see that. And now I can't, now I, I am constantly trying to, um, you know, trying to figure out if I can um, figure out what persona they're being with me and whether or not they have other personas and you can you can tell once you start to pay attention to it and you start trying after a little bit once you get pretty good at it you'll be able to tell if someone's always themselves if they're how self-confident they are by just the way they act around you and you don't even have to most of the time you don't even have to see um, you don't even have to see them outside of that persona but just seeing them in that persona you can yeah, you'll be able to start noticing little, little things like, oh, there was kind of, they seemed a little bit more passionate about this a minute ago than they are now. Or they seem to know more about this a few minutes or seem to know more about this now than they did last time I talked to them. Or they seem to more, know less about this when since, you know, last week when we talked about the same topic, right? Just a little, little inconsistencies are going to start setting off red flags in your brain. And again, now... I'm not telling you to go into all of your friends and family and start doing this and be like, "Oh, you're not self-confident because you have these little inconsistencies." That that's not what I'm saying. Don't don't miss, don't misunderstand me. What I'm saying is, all, most people have do have several faces, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing, but it's not an evil. You shouldn't be you shouldn't condemn anyone for being that way. I'll admit it. I I probably still do. I still probably have. Although I try to work on it, I probably still have, you know, the different faces I show the world. I'm trying to make them all the one, the one persona. I'm trying to become my best self and everything, but it's hard. And I'm sure a lot of you guys understand that. So yeah, I'm not saying to go start condemning people and judging people for that because almost everyone has is like that. But what I want you guys to do is start noticing that and start thinking of that consciously. Maybe even in yourself, when you go, when you're you know, at home versus when you're at school, We, you know, consciously think about that of, okay, am I the same way I act at home or am I a different person? And I, I, would, I would go with those two specifically, school and home and slash family. Now, if you're homeschooled, that's kind of different. You can pick another one, but pick two different places that you are a lot and pay attention to the way you act. Pay attention to your body language, pay attention to your thought processes pay attention to um, your words and how eloquent you are right after a little bit i guarantee you you'll start to notice little little things and some people it's way extreme some people it's not as much so yeah just try that's what i would that's what i would challenge you guys to do would be try to see the ways that you have your different personas right and then once you've kind of discovered that, maybe maybe it might take a few days of paying attention to that, it might take a few weeks or a few months even. But once you've kind of starting to understand that, you can start consciously trying to become the same person. Right, because I think you know, that's that's the goal like we talked about earlier, is we all want to be the same person. We always wanna be the best self, right? And obviously there's not gonna be two of the best versions of me. There's only one best version of me. So why would I want to be my best self when I'm with my family? But I wouldn't want to be my best self when I'm with my friends, or vice versa. Right? You one one should always want to be their best self in every situation, in every circumstance, in every environment. Now just kind of a recap of that. That was that was a lot of a lot of um really in-depth stuff. I didn't mean to get that in-depth with you guys uh quite so early, but um yeah, so we talked about having two different personas, right? And the challenge I'm challenging you guys with, and I'd love to hear feedback. I'd love to hear any stories you guys have, any epiphanies. Um, you can find me on Instagram, and I'd love to, I'd love to hear from you guys. But the, I want to hear your epiphanies on how you act differently when you are by yourself, um, slash at home, slash with family, Versus the way you act when you are at school and at your, with your friends in your friends' group, right? So sell and then now I'm just kind of going back to the beginning. Just redef- I wanted to redefine social confidence and self-confidence for you guys so you kind of got you've got those going in your brain. so you just remember I want you to remember those words as you as you kind of start paying attention to this. social confidence being the ability to control your thoughts, emotions, and actions in a social setting. And self-confidence being the ability to control your thoughts, emotions, and actions when you are by yourself, when there's no one else around you, just you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I uh, hope you guys got a lot out of that. Again, I'd love to hear I'd love to hear feedback. So you can find me on Instagram under you know Sam Jensen, obviously. Um, feel free to shoot me a message, and with anything anything you'd like to share, any suggestions, any thoughts, any epiphanies you guys had. Really love to hear that um uh we're going to be talking i guess i won't tell you yet but tomorrow is the next episode of my podcast so tune in around the same time tomorrow to hear that one thank you guys and i'll talk to you guys later